0: On Your Neighbor
1: Is, we aim to bring you the stories of everyday people and their creative pursuits and passions. We pass by so many people in our daily cycles and don't always get to know the ones who are around us. So on our podcast, we want to highlight some of these people, people that could even live on your same block, as we push our slogan, Get to Know Your Neighbors. Welcome to our podcast, This Is Your Neighbor Is. My name is Gabe. My name is Brian. What's up, Gabe? Chilling, my guy. How you doing? I'm doing
0: very good, very good.
1: Feel that, feel that. On today's episode, we got a special guest. She is a graphic designer and artiste. Stays killing it all the time. Everybody meet Savannah.
2: Hey, everyone.
1: What's up, Savannah?
2: Not much, not much.
1: Do you go by, like, a nickname, or do people always just say Savannah?
2: I mean, I go by a lot of different nicknames. I feel like uh, Sav, Sav, okay. Z, Savannah, Savvy, Savanita, right. I mean, whatever y'all want to call me. I mean, my, my Instagram is Wholesome Honey, but no one has ever <laughs> called me that, ever. <laughs> Not, Yo, yeah, wholesome, no,
0: wholesome,
2: what's up? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah I mean, right. I could totally go by that. <laughs> I would be fine with that. But yeah, no one's called me that yet, but y'all could be the first ones if you want.
0: I like the name. Did that come out of anything like related to what you're doing or was that kind of just your IG handle?
2: So before this handle, I had one, uh, it was Misunderstood Commander, which I still think probably fits me, but I got that one from the Wu-Tang name generator (laughs) because I heard that uh, Chalish Gambino got his name through that. So I was like, oh, let me do that. But I spelled it super weird and it was just like hard to find me. I felt like it was just kind of a mess. Long. It was long, long. And also I was like took some vowels out, kept some. It was a mess. So I was like, no one's gonna be able to find me easily. Let me do something that sounds cute and simple. Um, so I thought like wholesome honey kind of has that like double H sound going on. Right. And I thought also kind of I'm real big on like duality and like yin and yang type of thing so i thought the wholesome part was like you know nice and sweet and then the honey was kind of like it's h-u-n-n-y so it's kind of like you know like a honey you know so to me it was kind of like that's how i feel like i feel like a mix of like kind of that Good and bad type of thing, and it's just like all one package. So that's kind of how I got to Wholesome Honey, and I just feel like it's easier to find me that way than Misunderstood Commander. It was just, yeah. <laughs> but it was fun to have that like Wu Tang name generator thing. I just thought that was so cool. I kept it for way too long, <laughs> but yeah. So that's how I, I got to you. that name.
0: I feel you. Yeah, that's awesome. And and yeah, when I found out about Childish Gambino, I definitely ran through that about a million times. You know, just yeah. doing different names. That's super cool about, you know, the thought of duality and everything like that. And it'd be interesting to dive into that a little bit more. But before we uh, start with any specifics, you know, usually we kick it off with asking our guests about their background and their neighborhood, you know, and where they grew up and what they consider maybe to be their home neighborhood and how that may have affected your pursuit of art and your sort of development into a creator.
2: Oh, that's a that's a really good question. Well, okay, so growing up in the valley, I don't know if y'all have been here or visited, but and and very- can
0: we uh, can you let our um our beautiful guests at home know what valley that is?
2: Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, uh, so first of all, I am from the Rio Grande Valley. It's the very southernmost tip of Texas, like the very bottom. I am literally 10 minutes away from the Mexico border. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so, and we're pretty much like predominantly Hispanic here, everyone's pretty much Mexican, and we're kind of in our own little bubble, we always say. And it's such an interesting place, and I feel like it doesn't really get the credit it deserves, and like the attention that I think it does deserve, because we do have a lot of beautiful culture here, and a lot of nature centers, and great food, and people, and all that stuff. But anyways, I feel like I can't help but be influenced by where I'm from. I feel like my art is very colorful and lively. And I think that's kind of how our culture is. Like when you visit the restaurants here or you, you know, you walk across the border and go eat or whatever, get your nails done or dental work, you know, for cheaper, Mm -hmm. like you see all these colorful signs and hand painted things and art and murals. And I think you just can't help but be inspired by that. So for me, I feel like. I got to really be engulfed in this interesting world that not everyone else gets to experience. And also the nature too around here is uh, robust with different colors of flowers and things like that. So for me, it's just always been, I think my art kind of reflects where I'm from in that aspect. And also growing up in like kind of two different cultures because my my dad is uh, Mexican but my mom is uh, white and she's from Wisconsin actually um, but she moved down here so I kind of feel like I had this kind of different perspective even within the valley itself of not opposing cultures but just different you know and um, to have those influence me I feel like it's given me a broader spectrum to work with visually.
1: Right. Yeah. I think a mix of cultures like that will definitely give you a unique take on like life. And then, of course, your art, too.
2: For sure. Yeah. I feel like it's just kind of interesting. Like when I when all like those 23 and me and like DNA things came up, my family like had one for me, too. So I did it and it's kind of silly. And they're probably using that DNA for I don't know what information, <laughs> you know, I don't know. All right. It's probably not great. Right. Like, but whatever it happened. But to me, it was just kind of funny. I was like, I'm like the colonizer and the colonized like within me, (laughs) like kind of thing. like, it was just kind of interesting to think, to kind of stop and think about because I hadn't really thought about it till like, I had like that little report back and I was like, oh yeah, like, I don't know how accurate it is, but it was just kind of interesting to kind of reflect on that too. And I wonder how it would have been had I only had one of those cultures, how my art would have come out, or maybe I wouldn't have even been making art, you know? So things like that, that I think about that uh, influenced me.
1: I know I've had like the same thoughts about my art too, where I, I just thought about like, if I didn't grow up in the town that I was in, would I even be doing music or anything creative related?
2: Mm-hmm, for sure. That... Or maybe a different creative path too. Not yeah, exactly. Well. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, totally. I mean. I feel like naturally that's just something that comes together and really influences like a person and artists and stuff like that. And, you know, I haven't spent too much time in Texas, but I remember driving through there and just the beautiful like visuals and sort of the crazy like deep reds and Mm -hmm. browns and colors of like the rock and sort of the desert landscape that really kind of stuck with me. So, I mean, you're a graphic designer, you're an artist. Do you think any of the, like, visuals around where you grew up kind of caught your eye and made you think, like, oh, wow, you know, this is a beautiful color, this is a beautiful sight, or something like
2: that? Um, Kind of. But I'll explain. When I was growing up, I would always, and this kind of pertains more to graphic design specifically rather than art in general, but I remember I would, you know, be in the car looking out the window and I would look at the different signs like a fast food or, you know, whatever is down the street. And I remember like when Taco Bell had changed their logo and like I noticed and I was like, hey, like the bell used to be purple and now it's black. And like they added this line and like I was just very young and to me, I just noticed signs like that and I noticed logos and I think to me it was kind of like and which is part of my surroundings I mean it was part of my environment to see that you know like kind of part of the city not in a nature way right but still to me it just kind of I think I've always just been on the path to graphic design like that's just kind of little things like that that I noticed like went out throughout my years growing up like that but as far as like artistic stuff goes I don't know there's really not like a lot of murals that i remember like seeing growing up or things like that i feel like now more than ever uh, in the valley there's more art going up or even in some other parts not just my town specifically but now they're starting to do these i think it's called like keep mccallum beautiful projects things like that where they hire artists to paint these gorgeous murals on you know these slabs of concrete that would look ugly otherwise So things like that, I see it kind of growing more now, or I'll see murals now here in my hometown of Westaco going up and uh, there was there is one specific one though that i always pass by and if you grew up in westaco then you already know it's painted over now but there was this one that i always passed by that i loved and it was like a super mario theme and it was like him in the raccoon or tanuki version oh, right. you know yeah like flying through and it was just awesome and i i just always remember that growing up and thinking like oh that would be so cool to make you know or do something like that i would love to do murals eventually but Yeah, other than that, like, I don't know, as part of, like, specific things growing up, I can't really say, like, oh, yeah, this one mural. Like, no, it was just, like, little things here and there that kind of drew me in that direction.
0: No, Mm -hmm. yeah, I I mean, that sounds fire, you know. Sometimes, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's just, like, the simplest, quote-unquote, thing Mm -hmm. catches your eye. And, I mean, you know, I think, obviously, there's such a long history of all these artists taking logos and taking sort of quote-unquote commercial art and redesigning it or remaking it in a very cool way.
1: I've always heard that the signage thing is like a big influence for people who get into graphic design and that's such like a interesting connection for me because I I, like I look at like you know interesting looking sign and it definitely like catches my eye but it's interesting that like it seems like in graphic design communities it like that type of thing has an influence on people.
2: Oh for sure. I mean, I follow whole Instagram accounts that are just it's like called type hunting and it's just them looking uh for like taking photos of signs from like Italy or you know other places where they're all rusted and they have very handwritten fonts and I just love that. Like all those things influence me cuz I love hand painted signs or just typography to me is just very it just interests me. And I just like playing with it and seeing it like that and getting kind of a view around the world of different types through like Instagram and things like that. So I love social media for that.
0: So something I always like to talk about is like, what's your profile in terms of like, what sort of materials do you work with? What sort of stuff do you use to make art? Obviously graphic Mm -hmm. design is something with a very wide range of potential tools. So what have you usually been working in and working with?
2: That's a great question too. I do love graphic design because you're right, there's so many different ways that I can go about it. So I'm super into making zines, which are just like small, really small handmade magazines. And I do it in a way that you don't need to use staples and things like that. You can just fold it and it'll open up like a booklet. I love it because I can kind of take a lot of different influences or uh, mediums that I like and stuff it all into one thing. So I love doing collages. So I'll either take photos of just, you know, everyday things, but with that artistic view, just on my iPhone, I don't have anything special. And I'll just like upload it to my laptop and play with it there and kind of put it together. But another thing that I like to do is lately I've been really into getting thrifted jackets and then I get my designs printed on them, and just I've been trying to kind of push those a little bit, and they're super fun. But I definitely need like to put more time into it because um, it's a, it's a big project. But it lets me get into kind of fashion design, and I've always wanted to do that. So from there, I can take photos of my jackets, and then you know put that into the zine, things like that. So I would say definitely photography, fashion. I do like to draw and paint as well. I recently did, well, somewhat recently, <laughs> a couple months ago, I made a, a few paintings. Actually, they were like fruit related because I'm very big on fruit. Or just, And also that's kind of a valley thing to me. I don't know. It, it just kind of connects with that, like the, the food aspect. But so painting. Also, I really love to dance. I don't really consider myself a dancer, though, because I feel like art is really, like, my home, you know? It's, like, where I'm I'm really, like, most comfortable, or graphic design, I should say. But I'll still count that, because it, it is an art form, for sure. It's a different yeah. way that I can express myself, and I feel like I'm kind of slowly getting into that world, too, and I, and I love it. I mean, just right before we got on here, I was just watching, like, dance battles on YouTube, because it just makes me smile. Like, it's just, it's so fun to watch people get into their zone. But anyway, so that's kind of what I've been working on, working with. I really just try to do it all. I just want to try everything and just see what sticks, what I like, what I don't like.
0: That's fire. Yeah. And I love that. You know, I think any artist can benefit from, you know, trying, dabbling in different things. And yeah, of course. I mean, you know, dancing is great. I'm definitely not a good dancer, but it's such a,
2: <laughs> it's such a,
1: yeah,
0: Gabe can attest, but it's such a. It's not such even,
1: a... there's that video of you killing it for the, oh. for the little campaign we did, bro.
0: Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right.
1: I would love I... to
2: see. <laughs>
1: you got to check it out for sure.
2: I, yeah, for sure. I, I think it's so fun. I love, I love people who say they can't dance, like, and then I just want to see them dance, not just to, like, laugh, I mean, to laugh also, but also because it's just a fun way to express yourself, and I think when people don't take themselves too seriously, they just, you know, let loose, however, like, they feel the, the music, like, I love that. It does
1: feel very freeing when you just, like, I mean, you usually, don't care. I don't, yeah, usually I don't dance in public, but, like. <laughs> <laughs> definitely like in the
2: room in the room yeah
1: in the room if i'm feeling a song i'm gonna be hitting some like pop locks that i would never um, show to people or whatever see?
2: it's in you <laughs> it's in you you just have to let it out you just have to not care but yeah but i totally get that feeling too because i love dancing in my room and i i think if i like dance in front of people i just get that little like nervousness and i'm like ah i'm not like 100% free right now like yeah. i won't be like at my like best you know but yeah i, I love to dance i always encourage other people to also
1: i know you just shared those couple of videos recently on your <laughs> ig dancing so I she's did. being she's being humble about her skills yeah you know? i
2: i know i really like i don't like to show it because I don't consider myself a dancer I never took like classes or things like that so I always feel like oh like I'm just a noob you know (laughs) because I follow actual dancers you know people who are like been in it like for years and all that so I'm like you know like don't mind me I'm just gonna post this here like I put it like as a bookmark for me at least because I was like this is how I am right now Mm -hmm. a year from now I better post a dance video and like just kill it like just you know (laughs) that's my goal and that's kind of also why why I threw it on there and plus I was like you know what this is another one of my my artistic ventures so y'all can be a part of it too like and I'm not gonna pretend like I'm a pro and you know whatever so it was just kind of me being like vulnerable but also just like hey like I like this too and I'm so glad I did post that because I got to connect with some dancers after that who like I feel like kind of more a part of that community now in that sense, or I kind of like dipped my feet in it a little bit. And I had some people reach out in like a positive way. So it was really cool to have that like feedback, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, that's awesome. I mean, I think even for myself, when I think of like sharing things on social media, sometimes you do feel vulnerable about Mm -hmm. certain things, but I feel like at the end of the day, it's your life and your page. And if you have like these interests and passions about all these different things, and you feel like sharing that with the world and why not
2: Exactly it it was it felt just like that where it was just like why am i not putting this out there like this is a part of me like you know okay. and there's nothing nothing to be ashamed of it's just another art artistic venture so i don't know I, I like i said like i just encourage everyone to just try stuff or i had friends too who never made art and felt very insecure about like no i just can't and like i would kind of push them like no just do it just do it and then like eventually they would get to it not just because of me like you know because they would kind of get more interested in it and then they kind of blossomed. like one of my best friends actually um nick they never made art for like 25 years of their life you know and then mm-hmm. suddenly out of nowhere they like kind of got more interested and they've always loved my art and always been appreciative of art but they finally just started drawing a little bit here and there and then now they're like have their whole store up Ripnips art check it out um yeah and they do all these paintings and they're just like crazy talented. So it's just like really cool to see people do it out of nowhere. Like you really can just start whenever and there's no rules to it. You know, you don't have to go to school for it. You don't have to have some sort of training. Like you can just start wherever. I mean, YouTube has like everything you need to know (laughs) about life, you know?
0: Totally. Yeah. I feel like, like you guys both said, vulnerability and social media and stuff like that is the type of thing that I feel like can lead to a lot of overthinking and doubting and stuff like that. And like with an artist, something we were talking about last week with Josh, who's a photographer, was he was saying like, a lot of times there's, you know, you, you've got this sort of pressure to try and put a curated sort of image forward, right? Mm-hmm. Where you want the page to be all the same thing and all the same sort of quality of the photo or all the Mm -hmm. same sort of level of light you know what Mm -hmm. i mean and i think yeah that definitely makes sense in a lot of ways but it can prevent you from doing sort of like an impromptu fun thing like you were just talking about which Mm -hmm. now like you said has led to you meeting other people and whatever and potentially growing this into a bigger thing and a bigger part of you so i think it's awesome because i feel i'm sure that would you say that doing stuff like that dancing whatever. Is kind of switching your perspective up a little bit you know when you do design a jacket or create a piece or something like that
2: to me i i think it kind of not so much changes my purse or okay it changes my perspective in hey how can i incorporate this into my my world you know so for example like there's a dancer here that i wanted to like we wanted to collaborate like on a jacket or something so right there like if we collaborate on a jacket, all right, they wear the jacket, they dance in the jacket, take the video in it. And then right there, that's like a whole thing, you know, like, or I know someone who makes, I know a few people who make beats, things like that. So maybe I make a CD cover or like Gabe, you know, like I made stuff for him. Like I just try to make everything into one big art project kind of thing. Like I just really want to put as many of my hobbies into one project in a way, or like into all of my work just to incorporate and kind of overlap those hobbies so that it's like kill two birds with one stone kind of thing
1: yeah I think when you when you blend all that stuff together like you know your different forms of art it makes you overall like more creative with what you come out with you know <laughs>
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because you're having these different influences and like what I said about dance, like I really I feel like this year and last year I really saw it as an art form before I always admired it, but I never really like felt it and to have that feeling of uh seeing how art kind of overlaps like for example with beats. Um I was talking to someone about this that when someone makes a beat and they're sampling different things, to me it's so much like when I make collages for my zines, because I'm cutting pieces out of photos that I didn't take, you know, I'm taking from other things, and I'm putting it all into one page, one art piece. And that's kind of like, to me, like sampling, you know, sampling music yeah, when no, I'm sampling definitely. photos. So for me, it's, I see how that works. And then with the music, I'm sorry, with the dancing, it's like, I see how you're hitting the beats and how the, you go with the music and you flow with that. And I don't know, it's just, they can all be connected. And that's what I'm trying to do. And I think i'm I'm getting there. You know, i'm I'm doing it here and there with the projects that I get and with the more people that I meet and can can collaborate with, more of those things can kind of come about more easily.
1: yeah, I think that's awesome. I wanted to um real quick get back to because I, I think I mean, it seems like you know graphic design is kind of like the center of what you do. Like you For definitely. Sure. You know, you dabble in all these other things, or maybe not mm-hmm. dabble, but like you do all these other things. For sure. like that's your your focus. Was there some moment, or just something that you know inspired you to get started in that? Like, what was the beginning of you going into graphic design?
2: For me, I've always been that kid who's drawing. Like, always, always in class, everything. I always been drawing, especially in like elementary and middle school. I've always been interested in art. I feel like I was always the artsy kid. Like it just, I don't know, it's just always been in me. It's like, I didn't even have, I had a choice, but I wouldn't want to pick anything else, you know? But for me, right. I think that as far as graphic design though, like to move from, you know, cause I could have done studio art, although I couldn't have, cause I, I don't like to do realistic stuff. <laughs> but um, I feel like, I guess when I was in, I went to, uh, I went to Beta, Which is kind of like a weird high school Uh, people always called it like a nerdy high school like that's what always everyone always said um, because it was like only pre-ap classes or ap classes and like they were kind of strict like about really dumb things like i am not the type of person to get into trouble like i i'm quiet and i mind my business but they i was always in trouble there for like dress code and things like that because like they didn't let me wear my skirts and things like that but anyways there at that school they had a, a technology track and so I got to choose that and they introduced me to Photoshop, introduced me to a little bit of Illustrator, but Photoshop was really where I got started and kind of my old teacher, Miss Roger, she really taught me like what I needed to know and kind of pushed me I think to learn more and I and I wanted to. So for me I think I kind of credit those classes also for kind of introducing me to the computer aspect of art and how like, hey, you can actually like make better money off of this than if you just did, you know, if I just did the art, maybe I could do more, maybe I could get into bigger things or marketing or whatever, you know, Um, and graphic design is just so much more fun to me than regular art even though i do love the whole like arts and crafts physical aspect like i would not knock that at all i still do it too um, and mix it together but i love graphic design because you can just change the colors like that and you don't have to like repaint and wait for it to dry you know kind of thing and also i'm indecisive like i want to see it a million different ways before i pick on one color I mean, Gabe, I sent you like five different versions later, like of yeah, those right. colors, you know. So things like that, like I mean, I just can't help it. So yeah, I would say maybe in high school, kind of like getting towards that, like seeing what I could do with my art and not just like as a hobby, you know. It it yeah. made it a little bit easier to make it like, hey, this could be like a career too, you know. And sure. and I would still be able to create how I want, but just a little bit different. So yeah, I would say that.
1: Yeah, I feel like graphic design like you were saying there's definitely way more freedom in terms of like what you can do with it like Mm -hmm. pretty much any idea you come up with in your head if you know how to execute it the right way you can create it because there's just like so many different uh you know techniques and like you said you can switch a color in a second so you have way more ways to express yourself I feel like.
2: Yeah, for sure. Also, I have that iPad and Procreate is such a great app on there. And that's actually what I use to make your design. Well, I use a little bit of Illustrator too, but I kind of, I'll bounce between different apps and different mediums just to get, you know, the look that I want.
0: Mm-hmm. That is dope. That, yeah, that's super dope. So would you say Procreate is kind of your main forum? Is that like the program you go back to the most?
2: No, I would say Illustrator is like my firstborn child, like that is like my love, like love of my life. I just I love Illustrator. But like I said, like I will flip flop between all of them. Um, Like for the zines. Well, first I take the picture on my phone, or download it off Tumblr or wherever I'm getting my images, and then put it into Photoshop, mess with the colors and the curves and you know, everything there. And then mess with it in Illustrator some more and then, you know, print it out whatever. So it definitely goes through like a whole process and just kind of flipping back and forth. Procreate, sometimes I will throw in there. Sometimes when I get on Procreate, like I'll just start making a bunch of things through there and then, I don't know, I'll just put it away at some point and I just like don't touch it for a while and just kind of forget about it. And I just feel like Illustrator is just like my bread and butter. Like this is really like where it's at. But Procreate is more for illustration. Like more free-handed things since I have the pen, whereas the illustrator one is a little bit more for like if I'm doing logos or making an infographic for work or something like that, more technical.
0: Nice. You mentioned doing something for work. You know, Gabe's a musician. You mentioned doing projects for him. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you have a certain type of clientele that usually you work with?
2: Not really. I mean, I've worked with. I feel like a good variety. I've worked with some farmers a couple times. Um, That's cool. Yeah. Nice. Like, the, yeah, they're, they're always nice. They're always chill.
0: Sorry. I just wanted to ask, like, what do you do for a farmer? Like, uh, <laughs> what, what would they be
2: physical labor. No, um, <laughs> they, um, I had one recently for La Cosecha farm here, I believe in Westaco or actually he has fields all over, I think, but, I did a logo for him and he wanted some beets in it, so I added some beets coming out of the ground, that's what he wanted, so I I gave him that. And another one too was, this was a while back though, this other one that I did for another farm, uh, Reed Farms, I did their logo and i also i feel bad but i did their cattle branding thing too mm. like that i like designed that because they wanted me to so i was like okay i'm sorry little cows <laughs> but yeah, yeah. i just signed that i know i know it's <laughs> you just reminding me that i did that but yeah, yeah so i know i
0: mean that's that's, that's what you the get. first that's time it. i've heard that that's pretty <laughs> cool. yeah, i've never heard of that either
2: I know, it was the only time I did that, but they, or no, sorry, they actually had me make two different ones because they have like two different farms, that particular family. But yeah, that was like a while back. But yeah, so that's what I did for the farmers. I've done stuff for restaurants or like menus or invitations for events. I'm trying to think what else. I mean, I've just done so many different projects. Also, I am going to do a pop-up shop, I believe, October 3rd. And it's going to be at the Labyrinth here in McAllen. It's a coffee shop. And it's going to be with Craft Cultura, which everyone should go follow at Craft Cultura on Instagram and Facebook. Shout out Craft Cultura. They're an organization here that I work with. And they do really cool stuff. They put on different Latinx writers and artists. And they just, I feel like they have a really good feel for the valley, even like, I, I feel like that's a good representation of the valley. And I think that's like the face of how I would want people to to view the valley, you know, um, it's it's a really cool organization. But anyways, I'm going to collaborate with them. And I'm going to do two t-shirt designs for that. And they're going to be limited edition and all this stuff. So that'll be fun. And we're still kind of in the works with that. But yeah, that's, that's what's going on with that.
1: I'm gonna need to snag one of these shirts. I know. I need, to take you need, you need the online pop-up shop. That's
2: right. I know. Yeah. Well, we are doing this in real life, <laughs> which I know, <laughs> not like not we're either. in like a hot spot. but like you know what, the show must go on.
1: I guess
0: we got to catch the flight then. Exactly. In <laughs> fact, yeah. Because I need. That sounds awesome. You know, and it's uh, that's cool that I mean, you're you're finding a way to do something safely despite the current times we're in because yeah I mean something we've been talking about kind of in every episode so far you know is has this situation changed well I mean obviously it's changed stuff for everybody but as a graphic designer have you had to adjust in any way that maybe you didn't expect just from people being socially distant and stuff like that
2: Yeah, so I'm a naturally very introverted person. I can be outgoing when I'm comfortable with you. But for the most part, I need a lot of alone time and I need a lot of like quiet time. So honestly, like I feel bad saying this, but quarantine has been like great for like my introverted self, like as far as designing goes. Feel like I can just stay, you know, stay in the lab creating forever and not have that mental energy kind of sapped from like going out and being social, even like on everyday things. So for me as a designer, I feel like I kind of thrive in this odd environment of like chaos a little bit. I enjoy the chaos in a way because I'm never bored, even though it can be stressful at times. But for me, it's kind of like a challenge that I'm willing to accept. And I think as far as design goes and changing, um, I think people are maybe more accommodating actually of my time. And I feel like everyone that I've really worked with this year, especially all of my commissions, everyone has been extremely kind and understanding and and easy to work with, which is really awesome that I feel like I I can kind of like almost, maybe my art attracts that, you know, maybe I'm I'm attracting that because I'm trying to put that out, you know. Yeah, that anyway. So yeah, for sure, and I, I feel like I'm I'm being my authentic self, or I try to be all the time, and I think I I've been getting that back too, especially in quarantine. So I feel like it's just been more positive changes, if anything. But my work has always been easily done remotely, so I think it's not changed that much as far as design goes, because I'm still always on my laptop, regardless. You know.
0: Yeah, and totally. I think, I think
1: yeah. You can, um... Like you were saying, when you have all that time and like space to yourself, you can just flourish with your creativity and not have to worry about any sort of distractions of like, you know, daily, day to day things.
2: For sure. Um, I think I saw you had just bought everything for a studio, right? Yeah. I mean, right there. Like, how is that going?
1: I mean, <laughs> mostly right now it's been like, you know, doing the podcast because I'm still like in the in the writing process of a bunch of these songs. But definitely, you know, having this setup with like a mic to record into and then like quality like studio monitors to hear everything. It's I enjoy it as opposed to, you know, having to find my way to somebody else's like studio <laughs> or setup and do my thing over there. Like you have way more control over what you can do with it.
2: For sure. But I mean, did you do that because of the pandemic? Or you were already kind of like wanting to?
1: I never really thought about it until like the whole pandemic thing. Because it was like the whole EP I did, I recorded that in like Brooklyn, which is like, it would take me like two hours to get there with public transportation. (laughs) I mean, I was fine with doing the trip. And I was doing it all the time. But then when like everything shut down, it's like, all right, the studios closed. So like, if I want to record anything, like I don't have anywhere to go. Mm. so i decided i might as well invest in this and it'll like you know help me out in the long run
2: for sure no that that's good to to do that and i'm I'm excited to see what you make uh out of your your home
1: thank you thank you nothing compared to the work she's gonna be making though y'all
2: <laughs> i'm trying
1: fact and
0: sav said let's switch it up a little bit <laughs> but i asked you a question <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: know, right? I know right
0: i'm over here so i'm is over is here sweating
2: you put too much spotlight on me, and you throw it off a little bit. <laughs> so Brian, it's called
1: my, my neighbor think. is now.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so you know, you mentioned about being that kid at the young table, drawing all the time, and that's kind of what started you on this path. What would be something you would say to that young kid? You know, starting out. Is there anything that you kind of wish you knew earlier, or? I like some- that question.
2: Yeah. Well, honestly, I used to, when I was younger, like 17, even, and even 14, I remember feeling this way. I remember seeing some people even younger than me, like doing crazier stuff. And I remember thinking like, oh, like I'm 17 and I'm not like a prodigy, like, oh, just forget it. (laughs) Like, you gotta know, (laughs) you know, like I was so like that. Um, I mean, not that I gave up, I still did everything, but I just thought, oh, like, they're so ahead of me, like I, I'm so far behind, you know, and I guess maybe I would tell that person or maybe tell my past self or a kid like that, like, I, well, if I told a kid now something, I would want to buy them an iPad, because that's what I totally <laughs> would have wanted. Like back then, oh my god, I would have just gone off with an iPad and procreate. So I think now I have just been like, here are the tools, like learn them, you know, use the internet to your advantage. But back then, a little bit different, I guess just like to not like don't be hard on yourself about like when to start or like where to start and where to begin because you have to suck like you have to start off like just being bad like you can maybe have a knack for something but like you can't like just go off of that and you know you have to like really like actually actively try and i think anyone can be an artist like i genuinely think anyone can be an artist you just have to try like you just have to work at it and like not care if it doesn't come out right. I think that's it. But I mean of course that could apply to a lot of different things and maybe it wouldn't work for everyone with that advice, but that's kind of how I felt growing up, I think of like kind of iffy. So I think just like that's why I always encourage people to draw or to make art even if they really are like no, I'm not creative like just do it cuz it, it feels good to do and I think that's also kind of why like I keep going with it is because I genuinely enjoy doing it and it's not like, I never make something because I think people are gonna like it. Like, I cannot do that because I can't put something up that I don't love. Because to me, if I don't love it, then I don't want to put it up if I if I love something and I put it up then I don't care what anyone says about it because I already love it you know so that's why I'm like I guess I'm already kind of like I'm my own critic so that by the time it gets out there no one else can tell me anything you know because like exactly, I already yeah. critiqued it like I already know what it is or if it's good or bad or where it stands so yeah it's kind of I like I, I guess I would say like yeah just just don't care just don't care so much just do it just do the thing and mm-hmm. don't care that's what I would say
1: I think almost everybody kind of goes through that point in their life where they're they're starting out on something that they feel like they have this passion in, and then they might not really be that good in the beginning as most people are, and so they either give up or they stick to it. I know when I started with the music back in high school... Like that first project I put out, I was like talking to my friend who like took the the photo art and I was like I know I'm about to blow up after this, bro. <laughs> like we're really about to be on. And this is like 17-year-old me that's like <laughs> never recorded anything. <laughs> that's awesome the, that confidence. I know, right? But then I love like it. I dropped it and like I think like half the high school was like, "Bro." <laughs> they were like they were like they were like, maybe you should just like write for other people or something like i don't know if this is your thing <laughs> and so like you know yeah, something, something like that could make you be like oh okay maybe i should just drop this it's clearly not my thing but if you do like you were saying have that passion for it like you got to just stick to it and keep it going and like keep doing what makes you happy you know
2: yes i think if you're doing it for the love which like i that's how i do my art i do it for the love like then it's gonna come off authentically and people will like notice that and like i think appreciate that and respect that you know because you can recognize that in other people too
0: definitely totally yeah i mean you know just gotta keep pushing you know and remember who you're doing it for
2: for sure
1: if you're not doing it for yourself then like what's the point really
2: Oh my God, for real! I couldn't do it for anyone else. That's too much effort. (laughs) Like, like to try to please anyone else is just too much work. It's so much easier to just do your own thing, and like you'll find your niche or you'll find your place in that way if you keep pushing. Yeah,
1: definitely. I wanted to ask because I know earlier on you were talking about the influence for what you create being like what you grew up around and like your mix of cultures and like all these different colors, like you mentioned. how fruit is like a big theme I mean fruits are very colorful so I can see the connection there what would you say is your like go-to style or just like what's the images you like to like portray the most in your mm-hmm.
2: in your work it's so funny that you ask about my go-to style because I don't even know what my style is I, I feel like I can't pinpoint it and maybe it's because I'm too close to it but <laughs> Whenever someone commissions me, you know, and asks me for something, I always have to tell them like, and if if they're talking about specific things that they like about my style, I can, I always ask them like, can you please specifically send me things though? Because I feel like I have these different styles and I need you to be specific, you know, because sometimes I do. Like the drawing I did for you, Gabe, that I feel like is my natural drawing style. I don't mean for it to come out that way. Like I'm genuinely trying to draw a person, but it just, I don't know, it just comes out like a certain style and I can't explain it. But I guess my style is just very like, I think of it as like a flowy kind of and like free, I think. But I don't know. I feel like I don't have a go-to style and I feel like I'm still figuring that out and I almost don't want a specific style because I see like some art pages and I'm like, wow, like they look so uniform and kind of what we were talking about earlier, like, you know, the the same lighting and things like that. And I'm just like, wow, like, I love that organized look and it's so like prim and proper almost. But for me, I've just never been like that. And want to
1: be boxed in.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't want to do that, like, the three posts that line up, like, specifically, like, and have to keep it that way. Like, I would feel so claustrophobic in my own, like, I wouldn't even want to pick up Instagram if it was like that, you know, I like to keep it spontaneous. And I think same with my style, like, I want to explore different styles. So I really I can't even say I have a go to like I just I want to do it all like I genuinely I want to do it all. So I don't know maybe eventually I'll kind of stick to something but I can't picture myself just doing one thing and sticking to it.
1: No I think that's cool and especially if like you know you try different things out and you like the result of doing those different things then why not keep dabbling in different styles and just Mm
2: -hmm.
1: putting out all types of art. I think that's cool
2: for sure i know at at some point like down the line i would love to start making like beats or music or something too but that's to me that's a little bit like later later like i want to do dance first and more fashion stuff and things like that and always do design work you know but
0: yeah the lab going now
2: dude i'm telling you yes (laughs) i'll be so down
0: fact need the need the studio right
2: yeah yeah that'd be the, the
1: collective the, collective. That'd be the like collective the newest fire producer on the scene
2: yes <laughs> no, that would be so fun and then make a dance video to the song that's what i really want to do like make my own beat then dance to it
1: and uh, make the artwork for it too
2: and make the artwork for it yeah exactly Damn. that's what i want see make a whole yeah that's why like I want to create everything like I want to mix all my stuff and also in the dance video I would be wearing my own design clothes too just to top it off just to like hit every box
1: so are really going to be snapping on y'all <laughs> damn puts on necks in a major way exactly that's the motto over here too.
0: Damn.
2: <laughs> Crazy. Just that's so damn <laughs> exactly.
0: exactly but yeah man I think that's fire you know like how awesome is that you know yeah when you got a video and you choreographed it and you made the music and whatever you know because then it's just I mean something like that I feel like is a perfect way to just kind of sum up here I am this is who I am as exactly. an artist you know exactly. mm-hmm.
2: that's my goal so that's why I'm like I want to nurture these artistic ventures the dancing and then eventually down the line yeah video too i'm interested in photography already and i i feel like kind of comfortable in that but video is a a whole nother thing but i would also love to get into that and after effects editing it i mean yeah i just want to do it all and like if i nurture these things i feel like i can get to that you know eventually so that's really my my goal
1: she's gonna be dominating in everything (laughs) our podcast is gonna go out of business bro.
2: No, we're going to Whole, grab
0: Wholesome honey and holy keeping foots on necks. <laughs> exactly.
2: We're going to make it happen.
1: No, I mean, that's that all sounds very cool to me. Kind of jealous that I'm not as talented in so many different things. <laughs> no, I haven't, I haven't done it yet. <laughs> I haven't
2: done it yet. I know,
0: but you're already on the track. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, like but, what am yeah, I doing you... with my life? Okay. You got the vision. You got the clear eye vision.
2: For sure. No, I need people along the journey, though,
0: you know? Yeah, I think collaborating is
1: always, like, another way to even get your own creativity to, like, improve, honestly.
2: Oh, my God. I love collaborating with people. I think it's so much fun.
1: Yeah, that's, like, my go-to with everything that I do with the music. There's things where, like I feel like I could do it on my own, but I think when you connect with somebody else, it, like, Expands the vision you had for an idea or project so much more.
2: For sure, because you're getting two creative minds together and bouncing off of those ideas. And I love having brainstorming sessions with people. That's why I I thought it was funny that I realized that Gabe, that we had never spoken on the phone before, even though we had done the commission and it was just through messages. But I mean, we were like descriptive enough, you know, you gave me a lot of creative freedom. So, and I really, really appreciate that. I always love when people let me do my thing, you know, and, and you weren't controlling about it at all. You just were like, yeah, this is it, like, awesome. So, like, <laughs> right. I love that. But yeah, I feel like I do normally, though, I do like to have a phone call unless they give creative freedom. But I'll usually do like a phone call if it's like a commission or something and just kind of get a feel of how they are and just kind of like talk to them like a friend almost you know and Mm -hmm. i always say like i want to get into your mind because i want to see what you're seeing and like what your your idea is so that i can kind of mix that like with my style and my creativity and make it something else but still what you want you know but with my my little twist on it i guess
1: yeah i think that usually makes
0: you know the best result Mm -hmm. when when you do it that way for sure yeah. And it's just, you know, getting somebody else's perspective, I've felt always improves whatever, you know, I'm working on or, or thinking about or whatever. I feel like it just makes you a more complete person and complete artist to keep collaborating with all different types of people.
2: hmm For sure.
1: The podcast would be trash without you, bro. Stop. <laughs>
0: it would be trash without you, bro. <laughs> Aww.
2: What a beautiful bromance.
0: Seriously, though, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what, you know, led us to this idea. Getting people in conversation, connecting people, finding a way to... Technically, this is a collab happening right now.
2: I know, that's so true.
0: (laughs) And I think the most fire aspect of it, or or one of the things I like the most is, I also realized I've said fire probably like five or six times this episode. (laughs) 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 The, The best aspect, or one of my favorite aspects of the podcast is, now we have sort of this extended and connected network of people
2: mm-hmm. yep. for sure i remember someone i've met round uh, random person but they were giving me advice about like business you know things and they said your network is your net worth <laughs> and i was like ah, so true though that? yeah exactly i was like that really stuck with me because i was like oh that's true and like it kind of I don't know I just clicked like I realized like how important networking is and that it isn't just like business and like you know devoid of human life it's like getting to know someone and like actually communicating I don't know because like I said like I'm a very introverted person naturally so for a long time I really didn't reach out to people or if people reached out to me I just kind of like cut to myself you know. Nothing like negative. I just was so like, I don't know, I didn't want to share my energy or like, I don't know, like just very whatever. But kind of after like hearing that whole networking thing and kind of seeing how important community actually is and not just blowing it off and being like, no, I don't need anyone. Like it's just interesting to kind of have that flip and kind of see like, no, like it is important to connect with others. And I think connecting with the right people, you're not going to be drained kind of thing.
0: Totally. Yeah. Cause it's like, you know, connecting and networking you got to sort of, yeah, protect your energy, if you will, because I feel like, yeah, certain people really want to work together and help each other and help each other grow, you know, whatever. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure we've all experienced people who are just kind of networking with the sense of, okay, what can I get out of you? You know, exactly. How can I sort of position myself better by making this connection and then it feels sort of like an achievement or like checking off box mm-hmm. and not really yes
2: like, not oh. connecting
0: exactly yeah so it's like yeah. okay, well what are we what are we really doing here
2: yeah for sure that's exactly what i'm talking about too yeah
1: i've, I've definitely been through that so i feel you
0: well none of that happened in here
2: no
1: no <laughs> You <can laughs> <be assured>. no. <laughs> for sure <laughs>
2: I don't feel drained, by the way. That's
1: good. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Nice. Good to know. Good to know. Brian, what do you what do you say? Do we do we do a segment before we get up out of here, or what you thinking, bro? I'm thinking, yeah, let's. Check, uh, let's with, do check it.
0: with our with our sound guy Joe. How are we looking on the time, bro? Yeah. Yeah. Let me slack him real quick. Okay. Yeah. He's he's liking the time. Just crossing the, just crossing the hour mark now. Um, Joe said this is some five, bro. Five. <laughs> <laughs> and he said I need one of those shirts too. Yes. See,
1: now we all need shirts. I, guess I know. We, we got to take the the podcast to Texas now, bro.
2: Yes.
0: Fact. Pop up shop. Pop
2: up shop. October third. <laughs> labyrinth
0: Well, yeah. Plug that uh Instagram account again. Before, oh yeah. Uh, um, before we
2: leave. everyone go follow at Craft Cultura on Instagram and then also Facebook.com/slash Craft it's a great organization. Y'all should read up on them. I've done some designs for them also. Um, and also they have, every once in a while, they'll have these submissions called uh, Grass Historias. And it's just people from around here, from the Valley, and their, their stories, their poems. And I've done some designs around that. So y'all should check it out. And they also have book clubs every month and all that. So it's a really great thing y'all should check out.
0: Sounds awesome. Yeah, well, Gabe, I mean, I, I think I picked the segment, the closing segment last week. So, how about you take it away? My goat. You
1: make me pick. Damn. <laughs> Damn. You should, we, should we do, like, the one that we haven't done? Because I think we've done all these other ones.
0: Yeah, let's do it.
1: Alright, then. So, we got this little these little neighborhood themed segments that we came up with they might be kind of corny i'm not going to front but (laughs) Uh, we're testing (laughs) them (laughs) out but we'll we'll see how it works so like we named this one it's called ding dong ditch don't don't like focus on the name too much it's kind of trash but
2: (laughs) (laughs) i'm not i forgot about it already
1: all right cool but uh, it's basically like, you know, in that whole little game that kids do that, you know, you run up to a door and then like the person comes to the door and they're gone by then. So we kind of flip that to be like, has there been any sort of maybe opportunity or project or something that you like had a chance to work on, but then you, you missed out on it? And like, basically, like, how did you bounce back from that? Or did you kind of just shrug it off? If you've had an experience like that, you might not even had one. So I don't know. You let me know.
2: I don't feel like, I feel like I'm very much like, if there's the opportunity, then I have, like, I'm a little bit of a perfectionist in that I will not, not do it, you know, like, whatever, like, that opportunity, like, I would not have let it, like, slip me by, kind of thing. It would kill me too much inside to do so. So I would really say no, I'm gonna say no, like, I don't really have not that I'm perfect or that I've never had a bad experience <laughs> either. Like, I've had difficult clients maybe, but nothing too wild ever. I, when I say difficult clients, it's more like the people who are like, I'm having to be like, hey, can you pay me? Because, <laughs> like, it's been a while, like, That's and you're real. taking... Yeah, you know, so I would just say that really. Like, I don't really feel like I've had, like,
1: you usually, an opportunity past. You usually seize any opportunity that comes your way.
2: Yeah, if I have, if I have the time to... But I try not to do something that I I don't feel comfortable in. But then whatever it is, like um, someone asked me to do a mural, and I was like, oh, it killed me inside because I was like, oh, I want to do a mural, but I have never done one, and I've always been super influenced by murals because of I was taking this Mexican art history class in college, and there was this whole like movement around murals and things like that, and uh, it just always like really inspired me, and I just thought, oh, like. I I should be doing that, you know, um, that kind of thing. So I guess in that sense, that was kind of an opportunity that I did let pass by me. And that was pretty recently. So that did kind of bother me. But I think kind of my way around that, because I'm not used to doing like large paintings or things like that, is I'm, I'm thinking of painting like a door or like a large wooden, you know, plank similar to a door. That way, it's kind of like my first step in that direction, and it's not on an actual wall that I might mess up and have to paint over. Right. So I guess that is kind of like an opportunity that I did let slip past me. Now that I think about it, <laughs> so yeah, I would say it's the mural thing that I need it, to like work on.
0: Hey, but I mean, it sounds like that's that's the next step it, for you. I
2: exactly. know, right? Yeah. Another thing, like I'm telling you, like I just I want to do everything. I really do. And I used to also, when I was younger, I got like white, these white shoes from like Payless and uh, like slip-ons and I drew all over them in Sharpie. And I had like a couple of those too. And like, that's another thing too, that I would like to like, kind of go into just like anything, you know, like I said, like everything, anything.
1: Right. And I think what you were saying about like, you kind of passed on the mural thing because you weren't comfortable with it. I think (laughs) that's definitely like something that people can take because you gotta be comfortable with whatever project you want to work on or it's not even going to come out great honestly like there's definitely been with me opportunities that came up maybe but i passed on them because it's like this doesn't you know fit like my artistic capacity in a way almost yeah, i mean
2: exactly and actually i'm gonna actually i mentioned another opportunity that i need to tell i still need to tell the person that i can't because it is it too much but i'm just not comfortable with like realistic types of paintings or art, you know, it's just not, it's not where I'm at. And it's not something that I I really like to do. And I wanted to try it because I have done it before for like class, but that was years ago, you know, So that's something that I, as another thing recently that I was asked to do, like kind of a, a realistic type of portrait. And I thought, you know what, I have done this before, let me try. But then I started and I was like, you know what, like, I hate to tell, yeah, like, I hate to tell someone no, especially after I was like, yeah, let's, like, let's try it out, even though I I did caution them, like, this isn't my forte, I'm not comfortable, but I still want to give it a go, just because I always want to try it out, because you never know, but yeah, I just, I ended up trying it out, and I was like, ah, like, it kills me to say no, like, I can't, but, like, I know my limitations and it's like with realistic painting or realistic drawing is like just I don't think I'll ever get to that that point because I don't really want to. I'd rather put that energy into something else.
0: Totally. I think that's great because I feel like then that's a sign of like somebody who really knows their voice and you know what they can really knock out of the park and maybe what they wouldn't feel comfortable doing, you know. And I feel like yeah, at least any time I've been trying to make something creative if I'm not comfortable doing it or I feel like uh, this isn't really my strength, then it's not going to be as good as it would be otherwise.
2: Can I ask what you do creatively or what is your creative outlet?
0: Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa. <laughs> the podcast again. Uh, well, are I we, are we the game. guests or we are the hosts? I, don't know. I already
2: did it to Gabe. I have to <laughs> no, I'm just giant. kidding. <laughs> Um,
0: uh, yeah, I mean, I live out here in LA and obviously the pandemic has really slowed this down and, you know, I was just kind of dipping my feet in before the pandemic, but you know, I definitely want to try and write, act, you know, write for TV, something like that. And I also play music. I play a guitar. So those are kind of my two main things.
2: Guitar and and writing, you would say? Writing?
0: I guess so. Yeah. at, At least in terms of what I've been focusing more on you know i think long term i definitely want to get back on stage and in front of the camera but okay, obviously okay. In yeah the, in the pandemic right you know, it's like
1: He's i mean production
0: was kind of oh, stop
1: being production. humble this dude was like the star <laughs> in like really? high school
0: play we had so
2: oh my god so you like the spotlight you enjoy it you lavish it
0: You know, I certainly do love acting yeah, and performing and it's something I really need to get back to because it's like when what we were talking about earlier in this episode, it's like, yeah, when do you really feel comfortable and when do you feel like you're in your groove, you know, and when do you feel like you're doing your thing? Like you were talking about dancing, you know what I mean? Like I kind of feel the same way.
2: You get in that zone, you know, that like kind of for me when I get when I say zone, I mean like. You're not really thinking, you're just doing, like you're in it. You know, you're in that moment so much.
0: Exactly, yeah. But yeah, obviously, yeah, the situation we're in has changed a lot, but uh-huh. also brought a ton of new perspective, you know what I mean? Sure. And it's like thinking about, you know, when, quote-unquote, outside opens back up again, or whatever you want to say. <laughs> um, you know, what yeah. are we going to do? You know, and how are we going to take the next step, or whatever? And
2: Yeah, I kind of regroup.
0: Like you said earlier, it's a lot of reflecting and sort of bringing that new perspective to it. You know, I think hopefully will ultimately help us all grow Mm -hmm. in the
2: long term. For sure. I mean, I would like to think that we can't help it (laughs) because like everyone's kind of forced to like not forced to self-reflect but there's definitely more people who are going to do so and and hopefully it does reflect nicely when you know like you said the outside is open again um my cousin always calls it the before times like Mm -hmm. (laughs) whenever he's like oh yeah i remember back then in the before times i'm like yeah it does feel like forever ago (laughs) kind of miss normal days and no masks. but yeah
0: as long as we you know Stick together and be safe and be smart. You know, hopefully we can find our way out. I know. I
2: hope Inspirational
0: so. as fuck, bro. Right? <laughs>
2: That's like an Instagram post right there. Yeah, exactly. Go post that later.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be like those pictures of us with like the quote on it. You <laughs> the know, quote it's over the like picture.
2: <laughs> I'll design it for y'all. <laughs> oh,
0: man, I don't. I don't know if we're at that level yet, <laughs> <that far.
2: laughs>
0: you know, for we. Sure we need that and then we get the uh, then we spin off the merch brand the
2: mm-hmm. i can see it now the marketing yeah.
0: exactly hey i mean we we're we're getting ahead of ourselves but you know it's been awesome talking with it you is. and and it's
1: been a great chat
2: so fun it, it's been nice with y'all too appreciate it
0: of course yeah and i mean you know like we said it's all about just the conversation and sort of putting a light on what you're doing in a completely different part of the country than, than me or Gabe right now. And mm-hmm. it's just awesome that we can just connect and talk like this and put a light on, you know, what you're doing, what you're doing with your organization, and it's, it's just awesome. She flipped the light on us, too. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: no, thank you guys for having me. I was super flattered. Like I said, I've never done a podcast before, but it's been like really fun and also funny to me since I never talked to y'all before. But I feel like
0: yeah, wow. we got
2: along pretty well. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: How, so how great it's been people.
2: fun. You all did great. <laughs> a plus. Yeah, a plus uh, posting uh, and great questions also. When awesome.
1: she gets off this episode, she's gonna be like,
0: "Bro, don't even <laughs> send me this shit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never
2: want to hear this again. No, I'm just kidding. Easy.
0: Um. Yeah, well, I mean, great answers. And thank you so much for being our guest and hopping on with us. For
2: sure, for sure. Keep
0: killing it with everything you're doing. You're doing like a thousand things, so. (laughs) Yeah. And remember, people, if you're in RGV,
2: October 3rd. October 3rd, my (laughs) calendar.
0: Keep it
1: locked. And the IG is wholesome underscore H-U-N-N-Y.
2: Yes, thank you, you guys. Please follow, like, my shit or not. Check that. <laughs> Very Check sure. it out. Nah, thank you guys so much. It's been really fun.
0: No doubt. No doubt. All right, well hi you All right, y'all. I'm Brian. I am Gabe. And this is Your Neighbor Is. Thank you so much, Seth, for coming on. And thank you to everybody at home listening. And have a great rest of your day. Catch y'all later. Deuces. Deuces. <laughs>